Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And welcome into hour number two. I got our Robbie Campo shrimp update to pass along to you. He said he was not out yet but getting very low. Suggest you stop on one of the bait shops at Paris, Paris Road if you're going to be headed down there. You don't want to be the one to get in line and Robbie have to tell you, sorry, I'm out of shrimp. But he did say a lot of people talk about plastics, and uh, I'm not sure if Robbie has any uh, croakers or minnows. I don't think he said he did. But anyway, maybe he'll text me back if he, if you want to get some croakers. I love to fish with croakers this time of year. All right, what else we have going on? Okay, we got uh, this Name the Theme song for Captain Mike Gallo. Got some good ones coming in on our text message board at 504-260-1870. Uh, we also got a bad boy segment to tell you about. Three guys in Kenner allegedly caught and cited for over-the-limit and some other regulation uh, violations in Plaquemines Parish. We'll tell you their story. And we've also got uh, some captains going to be joining us. Uh, Mike Gallo himself will be with us in just a few minutes to update us on his area around Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Catherine, Lake Bourne, uh, over there in northern Biloxi Marsh. We've also got a paddler's report for you. We've got kayak reports if you want to get into fishing, which a lot of people are are new to fishing. Uh, some of the other activities have been curtailed, but fishing is strong as ever and a good way to get into it inexpensively with a kayak. Captain Eric Mahabarak will be joining us for the Paddler's Report. And we got a Plaquemines Parish Area Report coming up from Captain Ryan Lambert. All that's still to come in this hour. Let me look at the text. We're also asking you, uh, one of our listeners wanted to know difference in taste between white and brown shrimp. Was there any difference? I said absolutely. I can tell a brown shrimp from a white shrimp. They are just so much sweeter. Not that I don't like white shrimp. Uh, here's a text that says 40 to 50 count brownies are the best. Sweeter for sure. What he's meaning by that is 40 to 50 by, to the pound, and that indicates the size. Those are not the big, big ones, but they're good, chunky size, and I'm with you on that. I love the brown ones. Here's one that says royal red shrimp taste the best. Uh, and that's individual taste, but, you know, I don't know, Royal Reds, to me, they're good, but uh, I just like that sweeter taste in the brownies. Here's a question about catching crabs. The grandbabies are ready for a trip, a report would be appreciated. Yeah, crabs have been outstanding this year in many, many areas. Uh, I don't know what area you live in or where you might want to go, but Grand Isle has been a hot spot. Uh, Chris Lecoq went down there and caught a nice mess of some beautiful crabs. Uh, Lake Catherine's been producing some crabs. Uh, as has, uh, you know, some of the other areas, too. Uh, Bayou Lacombe, if you need a bank spot, you can do it there. Some of the piers are good places to fish crabs, too. Uh, here's a, a vote for the Band of Heathens. They have a song called Hurricane. It's a great song. If you haven't heard it, 
Give it a try. Enjoy listening every Saturday morning. We enjoy bringing it to you. Thanks for that text. Uh, here's a vote for Trace Atkins. She thinks we're just fishing. I love that song, and we play it as a rejoiner here on the show. You've probably heard it. Or if it doesn't get him in trouble, Brad Paisley's I'm going to miss him, miss her. <laughs> I don't think that would get him in trouble, no. And let's see, here's one. Where in Grand Isle can you fish off of a pier? Uh, the one that goes across Caminata Pass is right adjacent to Bridgeside Marina. When you go over the new bridge, the old bridge has been converted to a fishing pier, so there's plenty of pier area to, to fish and, and crab there. Uh, here's one. Uh, this is from my friend David Hubble. Listens to us in Alabama. Uh, one of Wish's buddies fishing. The Alabama Deep Sea Fishing Rodeos this weekend right off of Dolphin Island. Looks like they're going to have some good weather. Yes, it does. All right, coming back after this, let's talk to Captain Gallo. We're going to try to get him a theme song in a couple of weeks. We're going to tell you to vote next week, so send us your choice if there's one you think fits him appropriately. It's 504-260-1870. His fishing report to help you find fish is next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And it won't be long at this time you'll be hearing a new theme song to introduce one of our field reporters, Captain Mike Gallo, whose reports are brought to you by CETO. They say don't leave the dock without peace of mind knowing that a CETO captain is going to be standing by 24-7, and they mean it. Should you ever need help out on the water while you're boating, you get free towing, fuel delivery, jump starts, service on every boat you own, rent, or even borrow. 100% coverage of tows from your home dock to a repair facility. To get started today, give them Captain Chris a call, 504-301-4545. Or if you want to do it online, it's pretty easy, only 179 bucks for a whole year. Go to CTO.com. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. Hello, Mike. You're getting a lot of attention. Uh, in a couple of weeks, you're going to have a theme song. I'm going to send you uh, some of the, the, the entries, and we'll select some finalists, and we'll let the audience choose one for you. Sounds good. That sounds like a good idea. I know you're excited about that, so we'll get it done. (laughs) So, man, I was in in Texas pretty much all week, uh, but I kept up with the weather, and I saw some stormy, rainy stuff. How did your week go this week? Well, I took Monday off. We had a real small tide. Tuesday and Wednesday, I dodged storms quite a bit, but uh, I did see... A lot of birds over shrimp. We ran to areas where it was dry, and we actually caught some speckled trout with plastics. We had to catch quite a few before we caught a keeper. And then once the rain passed, we went back to red fishing. Uh, my crew was more interested in redfish than speckled trout. But there were several flocks of birds in three-mile area. I also got chased over into Heron Bay, and there were some flocks of birds over in that area, along with several shrimp boats. So for your Mississippi listeners, that Heron Bay area seemed to have some trout in it as well. As far as the red fishing, we've been fishing the perimeter of the marsh with our best success. Um, as of yesterday, the water temperatures came down quite a bit, and I had a couple of boats go in the marsh and did well on redfish. I also had one boat that fished live shrimp on the bottom, bouncing around to the platforms in Lake Bourne, and he had, he showed me a picture, it looked like 15 or 18 speckled trout. They did half their day on trout and the second half on redfish. So uh, the fishing's good. And today we got a good forecast, light winds. Uh, seems like we should have a good catch again today. Who's your crew today? 
I have Matt and George from North Carolina. They come down and fish with us about three or four days, and I think this is their fifth, maybe sixth year fishing with us. Uh, being from North Carolina, do they prefer speckled trout or redfish, or does it matter? They like uh, redfish. If uh, we have to run from storms, they'll take anything that we can catch to keep ourselves busy. But they like throwing plastics and spinner baits, spoons uh, for redfish. Uh, someone is asking about triple tail, and I know it's been a problem locating because they just haven't had the amount of crab trap floats out there that you normally see. Any updates you can give us on triple tail? We've been looking for them. You know, every time I cross the lake, I'm certainly got my eyes open for them. I've still only seen the one that we spoke about, I guess, three weeks ago and haven't caught any yet. Um, I got a report that there was some being caught further out, uh, probably on the outsides of the marsh, but I haven't been that far out myself. Got it. Uh, Mike, what about bait availability in the local marinas there? Are you having any problem keeping up with the shrimp since there's been so many more people fishing these days? Right. The local marinas are doing a good job of keeping bait in the area. Lake Catherine has bait. Wrigley's Marina has bait. And the good thing is they're catching it local, so you don't really have to do any babying of keeping the bait alive, the, the normal water recirculating. You might keep it cool with some ice. A lot of times we put ice in a Ziploc bag and put that in your live well. We'll keep the water temperatures down but not dilute it to where they die. And uh, that's a good way to keep your bait alive. Plenty of bait. Uh, Mike, one last thing. Uh, the missing boater was in your area. Uh, any updates? Sometimes you guys hear things first when you're right there on the water. Uh, I've had some people asking, inquiring if there's been any uh, information on that. I haven't heard anything, being that we're fishing all plastic. I went straight to my lodge, loaded up the boat, and headed out. So I haven't been to the marina to speak to anyone. I haven't heard any updates. Um, you know, hopefully on a calm day like today where you can see much further if that gentleman's out there, someone finds him, and he's still with us. Yeah, hopefully so. Our prayers are with him and his family. Well, Mike, thanks for the report. If somebody wants to get a hold of you and uh, maybe send you a personal recommendation for a new fishing theme song <laughs> or find out about availability at the Spots and Dots Lakehouse Lodge and maybe even book a trip with you, how do they do all that? Well, you can find me on DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. You can Google Captain Mike Gallo. Who knows what will come up? <laughs> or you can call me on the phone line, which is 985-781-7811. All right, Michael, thank you. Have a great day out there. And just to let you know, uh, I'll be grilling some of those redfish you and I caught last time later on this afternoon. So sounds good. Yeah, we've been keeping one a day and grilling it when we get back. Put some Louisiana fish fry seasoning on them and grill them. I'm, I'm slowly selling my uh, clients on keeping more fish. We're going to have to get you a white chef's hat and an apron, man. Got to get that going for you. <laughs> you look good in that. <laughs> uh, I'll take all the help I can get. <laughs> there you go. See you next time, Mike. Thank you. All right, Don. Mike Gallo, heck of a nice guy. You got a theme song recommendation? Text at 504-260-187. This is the last time you get a chance to do that. You're going to get a chance to vote on the finalists next week. We'll do that next Saturday morning. All right, uh, Bo Texan uh, oh, actually went into Facebook and said, we need more hunting on the show. He loves fishing, but this dang deer hunting bug is chomping on me. You're not the only one, Bo. But to, to quote a famous television show, Patience, Grasshopper, 
patience. We will get to deer hunting. All right, coming back after this, it's time for the Paddler's Report. Eric Mahabarak joins us to give us that. Boy, they've been doing some great offshore kayaking down on the Alabama-Florida coast. We'll be back to talk about that and also some Louisiana fishing right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. wonder if we can find a pedaling song where you pedal instead of stroke, because that's what this guy does, Captain Eric Mahabarak. He's got one of those pedal craft kayaks. Good morning, Captain Eric. Man, our buddy Chris Holmes, man, he's been putting some fish on down there in Florida. Tell us about that. Man, he sure has, hasn't he? Uh, he I think he's on tarpon number two for this year. Uh, he actually uh, did it again when I, uh, the, the rest of the guys turned in a little early, them young boys, and uh, old Chris got out there. Well, he was by himself, and uh, he landed another one. Uh, this one most probably ran, I guess, a little bit over 100, 100, something like that. Um, took him a little while to get it in, but he got it in, got some great pictures off the GoPro. Uh, you can check it out on online. It's on uh Sure, it's on the Bayou Coast Club and then the YouTube channels and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, he's been nailing it, getting down there. Um, and just use, he's been using, you know, the, the baits that he catches. Uh, that, like I had said before, you know, firm belief if whatever you're catching on the Sabiki rigs, or if you can throw a cast net on something, you know, uh, like he was using a leatherback. Uh, that's that fish that looks like a Mike mackerel with the uh, spikes that are real sharp on its back. Well, they eat that, you know, um, and that's kind of what, what we do. It's just troll with a big circle hook, and uh, he's been doing well there. I can't, I can't complain. Uh, another old boy down there uh, caught a wahoo and a pretty decent one. Let's say it was about 35, 40-pound wahoo off the kayak. You know, it's a, it's an amazing fishery in that area, uh, you know, Pensacola uh, to, to Gulf Shores right there. Um, depending on the wind and which way the green water comes in, uh, you, who knows what you can catch out there? I know they've caught sails and stuff like that. No marlin yet, but uh, who knows? <laughs> it could happen one day. I it know. could it's very well there. happen. Eric, you've been yeah. down in the Grand Isle area working down there. What's been What's been working for you? Man, I had some clients come in last week. We stayed for three days down at Bridgeside, and man, they run a fine a fine job down there doing that at Bridgeside. Uh, but we didn't fish the surf because the first day the wind was just not right for it. So we decided to take off and we went up to Fushon. And, man, we got into the redfish. They were coming down the bank in schools of 15 to 20, you know, 5 to 15 to 20, 20 fish in a school. Uh, but it was odd because some of them would eat and some of them wouldn't. Uh, we caught some on the Holy Jolie seemed to be a, a better uh, – better bait um the most and here we go again the spoon you know the spoon definitely topped it out of all the lures we threw at him but we we stayed out there till one o'clock in the day and that was a little bit too long with the heat you know um but we had a really good trip the first day um the second day we ended up uh actually going to leeville and we started catching trout under the birds and uh we had to weed through them but we must have caught 300 trout and we kept 50, you know, legals. I'm saying, you know, 13, 16-inch uh, fish. And the holy joly, the uh, matrix seemed to be that, you know, that's a green with the blue flakes in it, uh, green and blue flakes with the clear lure. That it must imitate this, the shrimp color this time of year. That's the only thing I can figure why they're eating on that so good. But uh, we had a blast. We were laughing and having a good time. And we made it in a little bit early. It got out to eat because it sure was kicking our butt out there. You know, yeah, the, and that's something else. You know, go, go ahead. 
I was just going to ask you about that that Sokolay, uh report out of Desalmonds. Uh, uh, yeah, I got a good report. I didn't get much details on it because the person who I was talking to won't give me the secrets. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, he, he was fishing the stumps and the drains and stuff because I kind of know his style of, style of fishing. Um, but he, he was catching them all on plastic, uh, small jigs. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It looks like a little blue moon type jig, the color. Uh, I know that's one of his favorite colors. So uh, he did pretty good. He did catch a limit. And uh, from what I understood, it didn't take him that long. So it's something, you know, you're going to have to get out there and fish around and try to different depths and stuff. And that's when your sliding corks come in real good, you know. Um, I'd say try and find a drain that's leading into deeper water. And, uh, you know, where that water's mixing at to see, see you know, where it's a little bit cooler. You know, that, that's what I kind of find. Even with redfish and stuff like that, it, it works, you know, this time of year because it's so hot. But uh, he did very, very well. Eric, uh, you are one of the few uh, kayak charter captains out there and offer guide service to a kayak. So uh, we keep you on our website at dontheoutdoorsguide.com. If they want to go directly to your site or the best way to get in touch with you, because I know you stay on the road a lot, how do they find you? Uh, it's really easy. Uh, either off of your website or uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook or Instagram, the Louisiana Kayak Company, or just pick up the phone. That's really the best way to get in touch with me, 504 504- Three one three eight two nine two. Sounds good. We'll see you next time, Eric. All right, Don. You have a good one. All right, Bye. Eric Mohabarak. Uh, he looks a lot like Captain Quint. Oh, Captain Quint looks a lot like Eric. Oh, I'll never forget that. People voted him to be Captain Quint more than Captain Quint. Oh, by the way, his reports are brought to you each week in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. And you will find them in Baton Rouge. you find them in Covington, mid-city of New Orleans. And what they've got is some of the best kayak fishing models, brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. You can check out their website at MasseyOutfitters.com. They're also on Facebook. All right, coming back after this, what that holly jolly uh, green and blue. Got to have a Christmassy look and sound to that. Holly jolly matrix. Got to get one of those. All right, we come back after this. It's bad boys of the outdoors time. Their stories next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Checking on our text message board, keeping you up to date. Here's a theme song suggestion for Captain Mike. Bing Crosby and Louis Armstrong's Gone Fishing. I got to tell you, that is a classic fishing song. In fact, uh, we use that somewhat here on the show. Uh, that might be a good choice. It's a, it's a little slow, but uh, it's very nicely done. Uh, we also have another suggestion here, Rising Tide by Mr. Polebender. Hmm, haven't heard about that one. We'll have to check it out. And then we have a Weaver and Nan. They're checking in. They're going kayaking down in Galliano. Good luck to you. And here's a question. How do you keep all your catch on a kayak? Do you use a fish string or ice chest? Well, it could be either. Uh, you don't have a whole lot of room for an ice chest on there, although, you know, certainly you want to bring something for your drinks. If you're catching brim, white perch, uh, bass, small trout, yeah, you can put them in an ice chest. But uh, I have used a fishing stringer. It's best to attach it to the back of the kayak so it's kind of out of your way. Uh, we did a Mississippi River catfish trip that, boy, I mean, we had tons of them. They were actually uh, pulling the back ends of the kayaks down. But uh, stringer probably is the best way to go if you're going to be catching a large quantity or large size fish uh here's a i wonder if there's an update on the new hunter safety course have two young lady hunters firing their engines up that's from bo 
Uh, Bo, I have not, it hasn't been implemented. They did file a notice of intent, and I'm sure they're going to put it together. I don't know what the delay is, but they will put the hunter safety courses online. Uh, I would suggest to you, though, that you, you look up on the website and find out if there's a course near you and go in person. Uh, I went to it. It didn't wasn't required of me, but, boy, I tell you what, I had a good time there, and you get to do a little bit of hands-on shooting and meet other people, and there's some good discussions that go on that I think is lost on the online thing. But it certainly is more convenient, but you might want to consider that for them, Bo. I think they might enjoy going to that. And then I don't know what's happening with the classes with this uh, – COVID-19 situation, too, so maybe online may be the only choice. All right, when we come back after a quick 10-second pause, it's bad boys of the outdoors time. We'll get to that for you right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Dateline, Friday a week ago, Plaquemines Parish, Louisiana, where Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery agents performing boating safety inspections and creel limit checks in the Empire Canal made contact with the three subjects who agents found in possession of 31 Red Snapper, putting the Jefferson Parish residents 25 over their daily possession limit. Limit, of course, is two per person. Also, 30 of those red snapper, 30 of the 31, were under the minimum 16-inch size limit, and the trio also failed to obtain the department's free recreational offshore landing permit. That's that ROLP, the ROLP. Got to have that in addition to a basic and saltwater license to fish for offshore species. So, cited for possessing over the limit of red snapper and undersized red snapper, and failing to have a recreational offshore landing permit, and if convicted, facing maximum fines of $800 plus another $860.70 civil restitution, and a possible 120 days in jail are 45-year-old Aragon Moreno, 51-year-old Mauricio Perez Cruz, and 44-year-old Arnold Miranda, all from Kenner, Louisiana, our bad boys of the outdoors. No shortage. I tell you what, those agents do one heck of a job. There's not that many of them, and boy, what an area they got to cover. They do a great job. We appreciate it. All right, coming back after this, Ryan Lambert joins us. He's also down in Plaquemines Parish. He's got a fishing report to share with us right after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And we say good morning to the Plastic Man, who joins us now from Cajun Fishing Adventures, Captain Ryan Lambert. Captain uh, Ryan, let me ask you a question. Is it my imagination, or are there just more violations take place in Plaquemines Parish than any other parish in the state? <laughs> That's where a lot of people go to fish. And there's a lot of opportunity and, to break the law down there, too. There's so much and, going on. And it's so fast. <laughs> Is so remote that people think, yeah, I'm by myself, no big deal, let me do what I want. You know, they'll catch these other thousand anglers and it's 50 miles of water and maybe I get away with it. Or or they just don't know any better or don't care <laughs> better yet. They know don't better. Care. They don't care. Uh, yeah, don't care. You know, it used to be a Voiles Parish used to really be bad. It was notorious. But I think Plaquemines has taken over as the number one per certainly – per capita, you know, for the amount of people that, that, that live there. But I guess a lot of them aren't residents that violate the law. But No, a lot of people come to Plaquemines. Plaquemines doesn't have that many residents anymore since Katrina. I mean, 
67% of the people left out of the lower end. So, but the fish is good. <laughs> yeah, how are you and the boys doing? Y'all pick up some trout this week? We did, and it's and the river's coming down really fast, and it's making it a lot easier to be the plastic man with, with cleaner water <laughs> <laughs> because it's hard to compete against shrimp when you're fishing in dirty water. But uh, it's been good. It's been real good. The river's at seven right now, and by the end of the month, in two weeks, it'll be five and a half, and it is really getting good. There's a lot of sight fishing opportunities for myself, but – but it's you know it's crazy. I mean, we didn't get to go out till noon day before yesterday because that 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 bomb went off with all, all that rain and stuff. But well, I mean, they just had their way with them out there. I mean, what do you want to catch? You want to catch giant jacks, bulls, keepers, sheepheads, trout? I mean, it was crazy when that big old falling tide after that rain. So it was good. I sight fished. I was, even in the clouds, it was clean enough for me to. to Catch a bunch of red sight fishing, so you know you can you can pick your game right now, and it's gonna it's gonna only get better. I mean, it's it's really gonna be our time of year. The only thing, the river's been high for years. I was I was having to stop and idle three miles offshore in Black Bay the other day because I kept running wow, on sandbars, sandbars. Mm. Yeah, and it's hard as a rock. <laughs> so. Be careful where you're running, and if you're getting those spots, it's better to let down an idle out and then to try to run through them. Because if it stops you <laughs> on that sand, you're you're, it'll you're be, there. <laughs> it'll be seato time for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I, I've never seen so much west wind for that long a period of time in a very long time. I mean, we had two weeks of west wind, so the water was even lower, and. Um, now this next tide range, I think it's really going to get good for the trout because when, once that water starts coming up, it's going to bring those trout into those points and islands and, you know, rock piles or whatever you want to fish on because there's tons of bait. I mean, it's. I went across Lake Pontchartrain this week, and they had 25 miles of solid mullet. I mean, I hadn't seen that in a long time. So things are coming back around. Good news. Let me ask you this. Have you ever heard of a fish – Called a pomfret, nicknamed a mong chong. Speaking of plaquemines, yeah, parents. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, dropping fish. You know, they drop down on the bottom to catch those. I think, you know, I've heard of them. I've seen them, but you know that, and you know, like barrel fish and those kind of fish. You know, yeah, you know, Oil normally fish. they catch them when they drop it deep. Yeah, Martha Spencer. Yeah. They caught one yesterday. She probably got a picture of it. She might have sent it to you. I don't know where that name came from, Pomfret. It must have a different name. Pomfret, when I, I was know. in Germany, that's German for French fries. Maybe it tastes good if you <laughs> fry them up. I don't know. Maybe that's, what, maybe that's why a German caught one and he called it a Pomfret. I don't know. But anyway, it's a kind of a strange-looking fish. It looks like something that came down from the deep, dark Yeah, depths, you need so. a submersible to catch those kind of fish to troll for them. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, what else is going on down there, Ryan? Oh, there's not a lot going on. You know, we 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 have our, our we're gonna have a great fall, and and if we don't get a hurricane, we say this every year. But you talk about some new land and vegetation. I mean, it's incredible. You know, we we've had the river high for eight years. Yeah, that's so right. much new land. When you you go down there, you best be careful when this river drops out. I mean, that's for everybody because there'll be a lot of bass fishermen going down. Even in the passes, you got to be careful. You know, make your run and get on your GPS and follow that thing every time you go. 
Good advice. Captain Brian, somebody want to give you a call instead of going to the website, which I strongly suggest. you got a great website, CajunFishingAdventures.com. But tell them how to get you about a telephone because you're one of these guys that answers his cell phone. You don't have a secretary. Or maybe you do, but you yeah, don't Yeah, sometimes that's a detriment, but I always answer it. And I always, you know, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people from the show call and just ask me advice on how to go somewhere, where to go. And I tell them, you know, I, I, I don't – I'm not – when I'm not a young guy anymore, I don't have to hide everything like we did when we had that ego <laughs> when we were young. But yeah, they can call yeah. me on my cell at 504-559-5111, and we'll be happy to help anybody out. Okay, Plastic Man, we'll see you next week, buddy. All right, brother. We'll see you. Take care. Ryan Lambert, Fish, Cajun Fishing Adventures, and they do do hunting. He and I will be talking about the arrival of the teal, normally about the middle of August. Uh, they start showing up, and then uh, by September – he usually got enough of them, and uh, he's got a great teal hunting operation down there. But not a lot of people, I don't know, some people have this misconception that teal hunting, it's too hot, and there's too many mosquitoes and too many snakes. I've never found that. I love teal season. All right, coming back after this, uh, going to get to some of these texts. Uh, get your last-minute suggestions for a possible theme song for Captain Mike Gallo. Also got a good report from my buddy Chris Berza, outdoor writer, on some white perch. We'll tell you where to find those sakale crappies right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Nip. All right, taking a look at our uh, text message board. Got a report in from my buddy Chris Berzod. Two of his cousins enjoyed a pretty good deep water fishing brush piles, uh, sakale fishing trip with Toledo Bend Fish Hound Guide Service. Want to send them a little shout out. Uh, some good crappie fishing there, anywhere from 14 to 25 feet deep on the brush piles and other structure in the Toledo Bend waters. Uh, they caught them mostly on shiners, but they also used some plastics. And i got to tell you, looking at the picture, that is some beautiful white perch. Great trip. Good time up there at Toledo Bend to get up and get some of those fish. All right, uh, we also have uh, another possible theme song, Bert and Ernie Fish Call. i have to check that one out. That's an old Sesame Street number. All right, then uh, let's see. We have... Um, Let's see, I had a couple more songs, but we'll have to get to those a little bit later on. Um, anyway, I wanted to tell you, uh, speaking of Chris Burzot, reminded me, um, he and I have been kind of keeping track of what's going on with Louisiana's turkey management program. And there was a last commission meeting was held last week, Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries. Uh, Cody Setatal, the turkey program manager, gave a presentation. And some things came up, I think some very positive questions from the commissioners and issues. Uh, such as the things between the, the big discrepancy. We have got a huge discrepancy between turkey tags that are validated. Uh, in Louisiana, when you kill a turkey, you have to tag it immediately, and within 72 hours you have to validate. In other words, notify the department and go online or call a number and report it. Well, there was, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, it was a little over 2,000 were reported for this last season, but there were like, 50-something hundred that, according to the hunter survey, were killed, which would mean there was approximately 3,500 or more violations of turkey tagging. So how can you gauge a uh, status of a species or set regulations when you've got such a disparity? Which is it? Uh, it's one of the questions they'll be addressing. I think something else came out of it that's extremely important. I've been talking about this for a while, is hunters – need to participate in the management program with the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Alabama has an AVID, they call it AVID, A-V-I-D, 
It's kind of a citizen scientist program where people who are out in the woods, the eyes and the ears, and you're talking about thousands of people that can provide some vital information about poult counts, about gobbling, the time, how many, how frequent, uh, the percentage of jakes to, to, to mature toms at this thing. There's a lot of things that can be done. And, and as far as I'm concerned, our turkey uh, management, our turkey hunting situation in Louisiana is much in the same kind of a crisis as the duck hunting is, but for different reasons. Turkeys don't migrate. There's nobody keeping turkeys with corn up in uh, Iowa and Missouri and some of the northern tier states. Uh, we've got a problem right here in Louisiana, at least a perceived problem. I'm not so certain how definite the problem is as far as the population. And uh, I think another thing that, that was discussed and, you know, about maybe expanding the management zones. We've only got three management zones, and it varies from parish to parish, uh, the population of the turkeys. Some parishes could afford a longer or more generous bag limit season, where other parishes probably need to be tightened up, depending on the populations. Also, stocking program, restocking. That's how a lot of our turkey populations in Louisiana were built, was through a restocking program. And I've heard nothing mentioned about that since that, which that had to be maybe 15 years ago or longer. So not not really sure. Anyway, uh, we got another text in. This is from our friend David. He says, you had me curious. French fries are spelled pomfrets, the fish pomfret. Yeah, uh, pomfret is P-O-M-F-R-E-T is the way Martha spelled it. And pomfrets is two words. It's P-O-M-M-E-S-F-R-I-T-E-S, which is fried potato, basically. And uh, I remember when I was in Germany, that used to sell them out of shacks on the corner, pomfrets. But a pomfret, I don't know if there's any connection there, but uh, I've never heard of that fish, and that's the first one maybe I've ever seen. She also said it's got a nickname of a mongchong. I guess we could find the genus and species and, and check that out. All right, uh, just kind of recapping if you missed our fishing reports. Uh, a lot of trout being caught. Boy, the islands, I would say that is your number one spot, those barrier islands, Breton, uh, Chandelier Islands, Curlew, Gosher. A lot of people fish out of the boat there. If you like to get in the water and stay cool, there's some great surf fishing there. Just pull up to the to the islands, to the sandbars, and jump out the boat and start fishing. Uh, plastics, you don't really need live bait out there, you know. although you can take it. Been some really good reports of trout there. Uh, as Darrell was talking, Grand Isle has been another good spot. Leeville, uh, the Galliano area. Freshwater-wise, Jeff Brule had a really good fishing report for us. Uh, Delacroix is still pretty strong. He talked about the Mr. Go, the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet rocks, and catching a lot of bass over there. Bass are becoming more and more common species in some of the areas that have previously been nothing but saltwater. Uh, the basin, the, the, just like the Mississippi's dropping, the Atchafalaya's dropping, it's around 3.7, maybe a little lower, and it's continued to fall. So there's some uh, good reports on, on that going on over there. Uh, Venice, uh, we just talked to Ryan Lambert, Plaquemines Parish, with that river dropping. Hopefully it can get down to around 5 foot by next month and continue to fall. When that happens, boy, I mean, it's it's Katie bar the door. There's everything comes up that river, and you can catch saltwater species in the Mississippi River. It's been a long time. Ryan and I have done that together, catching redfish on spinnerbaits in the Mississippi River pretty far up. Uh, and sometimes they've gone all the way up as far as Belchase, and that would be a real extreme to get saltwater up that far. But it all depends on river level. It determines so many things. 
All right, we're just about out of our time, and uh, thank you for listening, as always. We'll welcome into all our new listeners. That's so many people getting into fishing, getting back into fishing, and getting back into getting up early on Saturday morning so they happen to catch our show. We really enjoy bringing it to you. We're now in our 31st year of this Saturday morning show, and hopefully we'll continue to do it for quite a while. Keep you up to date on what's happening in the outdoors world, fishing, hunting, crawfishing, frogging. Don't forget to check out our TV show, Bayou Wild TV. Go to BayouWildTV.com. You can catch up on some past episodes. Got some great recipes there from Chef John Foltz and many other camp cooks. And uh, also you can... Uh, check out all the past episodes and find out where we air. We got August uh, 6th. We'll be starting season number five, and uh, we've been gathering up some great features for you, and I hope you'll take a look at them. Hope you'll come back again next week. Same place, same time, every Saturday morning, 5.05 sharp. We begin what you've come to listen to as a regular show. It's called Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law